0: Original Red Pill Show.
1: Welcome
0: to a brand new episode. Appropriate
2: responses. Glenn Beck, our old friend, is the host of Glenn Beck Radio Program. Of course, he joins us tonight on the story. Glenn, thanks so much for coming on. So, you're a parent. How do you? How would you respond to something like this?
3: um I file a lawsuit with the uh, the teachers union myself. Yeah. I I can't believe what's going on Tucker it is completely out of control and you have to ask yourself why why are they pushing this like this what do they
2: have to gain because it's not our health I really don't believe that Well certainly not in the case of children where there is a demonstrated an actual risk it's not you know not to every child but there is correct very little risk from coronavirus so this is like crazy so you've done, um, some reporting on this, on some of the incentives we may not be aware of behind these drugs. Yeah. If you'll tell us what you found. So,
3: okay, so I, this is a two-hour chalkboard that is condensed into about four minutes. So if you want to see the whole thing, it's at FauciLive.com. But I'll try not to sound crazy and tie this together. Gain of function, with, which Fauci says never happened happened in November of 2015. It happened with Dr. Barrett. It was a published paper, November 2015. The USAID and Fauci with um, EcoHealth, or, yeah, EcoHealth, they were funding it. It was happening with the Wuhan people, so we know that. But what you may not know is in November, the same month that published paper comes out, the United States begins a partnership with Moderna, and they are searching for uh, mRNA coronavirus vaccines, kind of a weird coincidence. But wait, it gets worse. In this time, we skip to two thousand and eighteen. DARPA receives a proposal from Dr. Barrick, U.S. guy, uh, Dr. Shi from Wuhan, oh, and Peter Daszak from oh EcoHealth oh. uh, and or EcoHealth. And uh, DARPA sees this and says, "This is far too dangerous. We're rejecting your proposal." We don't know what happened from there, but we do know just about 12 months later in Wuhan, where Peter Dazek, Dr. Shi, the Bat Lady, and Dr. Barrick um, were all doing research on coronaviruses. About a year later, there's an outbreak. And it, the outbreak actually begins, according to documents that we, we have that have been smuggled out of China, that there were 10 hospitals involved uh, by October with patients that were were now we now know are corona-like virus symptoms, they didn't know what was going on. Now that was in October. Remember, we didn't know anything about this in December. We were starting to get rumblings. China said there was some sort of an outbreak on December 31st, but Peter, De- I'm sorry, not Peter Daszak, Dr. Barrick signs a uh, government um, deal. With Moderna, I want to I want to read it exactly to you. This this deal was uh, made. It's confidential. It's a and I don't know fifty eight pages long. Um, it is. If I skip to page one hundred and four, they are entering a specific private confidential agreement. The NIH appears to be transferring technology to Dr. Barrick, but th- what they're making clear is quote mRNA coronavirus vaccine candidates, developed and jointly owned by NIAID and Moderna. Now this is weird because it's two weeks later that we know there's a problem. They signed that deal two weeks before and they sign signed it with the doctor who happened to be a partner with the Bat Lady in Wuhan. Here's where it gets really dark. These are the same group of people that in the end of January begin to have meetings and they shut down and begin to smear anyone who's looking into the lab leak theory they they establish that's not true don't even look there it it appears to be collusion i you know we've passed this on to several people in uh, congress and the senate we know rand paul ha- is on this and dr fauci has some answers to give
2: Well, I just want to affirm what you're saying. You're the reporting, the amazing reporting you've you've done on this. Here's a clip of the recently departed NIH director, Francis Collins, admitting on camera that the U S government has a stake in the VAX. Watch this.
3: Who's going to own that vaccine? Does the federal government own it? One of the vaccines, the one that's furthest along was started actually at the federal government and our own vaccine research center at NIH. And then worked with a biotechnology company called Moderna to get to where we are now with very impressive phase one results and getting ready to go into a large scale trial as early
2: as July. That one, of course, we do have some particular uh, stake in the intellectual property. This just see, I mean, you are not making this up. What you're saying is true. I, really quickly, why is this not a front page story? Everywhere? all of the
3: All of the documents we we spent about a year on this with people like Charles Rixley from drastic, uh, with judicial watch, they were all FOIA. These are documents that prove beyond, I think, any kind of reasonable doubt, something very wrong is happening here. Moderna had been turned down for any kind of vaccine research by everyone publicly over and over again. And now this test is being done on our children. This is the only time that anybody will admit they were doing any kind of testing on coronavirus research for a vaccine with Moderna.
2: It's just, it's just beyond belief. And I'm glad finally I, that someone is saying this out loud. Glenn Beck, I appreciate your reporting on this. Thank you, It's great to see you tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Tucker. Top
0: scientists confirmed 5G pushes oxygen out of the blood and creates COVID-like symptoms in new major study. They just take rats and they turn 5G on from 20 yards away and they and then the rats start losing oxygen and they turn it back on, the rats are fine. <laughs> Imagine the power of the globalists. No one would think they're putting kill grids up on every road, every street. Not as you control the robots that'll replace us, but to actually literally be able to kill us if they want to we talked about that 20 plus months ago and david ike was saying it was some evidence but not a lot so i kind of i didn't poo-poo but i was like well I'll, I'll revisit that later there's a new major study out on that and we've got the report on it and the documents coming up next segment oh we come back scientific study concludes that 5g exacerbates covid or has the same symptoms as covid you're like, well, I can't see it. Well, you can't see sunlight either, except when it bounces off something. But it'll still burn your ass alive if you lay on it too long. Well, it's the same thing, ladies and gentlemen. Most electricity you can't see in a wire, but it'll sure as hell kill your ass. Only time you see electricity is when it's in the air, being ionized, because it's running through other molecules. But clean electricity is invisible. No, it's all very real. And we're all in a giant experiment run by mad scientists. lung cleanse now 50% off free shipping and double Patriot points at infowarsstore.com so my whole infrastructure is built in Austin Texas and I love Austin and I love our crew here and I love everybody but I'm morally so my whole infrastructure is built in Austin Texas and I love Austin and I love our crew here and I love everybody but I'm morally I'm going to have to make a documentary about it and expose it and leave Austin, at least most of the time so that I do not expose my four-year-old daughter and, and other members of the family to the 5G that's gone in everywhere. And I have stacks of mainline studies, mainline news before they even approve 5G admitting, wow, if you think regular cell phone transmissions, microwave radiation is bad for you, this is next level and greg reese has filed a very important report scientific study concludes that 5g exacerbated covid now in the other 5g studies not just this new one it 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 shows that it pushes oxygen out of the blood it's a very powerful system yeah you can download a movie in five seconds and it also is so powerful that it permeates everything that, that, that 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 it's sending out these wavelengths sending out these the, the, the these waves and so again you can't see the radiation coming off a big piece of pure plutonium in your hand but you hold it for a couple hours you're going to die in a, in a week or so you can't when you go to the dentist and get an x-ray and they put lead shielding over your body and, and, and the technician goes and hides behind the wall that's a tanker toy compared to 5g it's just a different type of radiation and it's blasting out and grabbing all the data and tracking everything and design so robots can roll down the streets So this is such huge news. Gregory's Infowars.com scientific study concludes that 5G exacerbated COVID. We're going to play the report here in just a moment. But first, here are just some of the previous news articles and studies that are linked to. 5G, 60 gigahertz oxygen absorption. You and the coronavirus, it links to studies showing what 5G does, massively suppressing oxygen. Here's another one. 5G, 60 Hertz, unique oxygen absorption properties. There's Wired Magazine. 5G smartphones cause cancer. Big wireless doesn't want you to know. That's 2018. 5G technology and introduction of coronavirus in skin cells. PubMed. Helps the virus grow and replicate. The land where the internet ends, the New York Times, how the globalists have built areas that allow any internet. They're all moving there secretly in West Virginia. Almost heaven, West Virginia. Here's one of the studies, 5G technology and the introduction of coronavirus in skin cells. NIH admits 5G can actively actually create coronavirus within human cells. Isn't that funny? It's not funny ncbi.nim.nih.gov, NIH, health risk from radio frequency radiation including 5G should be assessed by experts with no conflicts of interest, but it never was. That was years ago. They just rolled it out just like the vaccines that aren't vaccines. New York Times, your 5G phone won't hurt you oh well they say it's fine then but russia wants you to think otherwise it's the russians the russians are the reason we're worried about self oh oh and the right oh okay it's it's them you know they put a cell tower on top of school and half the kids get brain tumors it's the russians seven reasons why 5g is a threat to overall health cancer.news And it goes on from there. 5G connection, suppressing oxygen. So I'm gonna air this Greg Reese report. And, and again, you know, some of Greg's reports get 5 million views, most of them get half a million views. I I, I really think this report by Greg Reese really needs to get 100 million views. You know, if you wanna change the world, Send it to everybody on your email list, everybody on your text message list, and tell them, tell those you send this to, share it, pass it on. Went up this morning, has 40,000 views. It needs tens of millions. Scientific study concludes that 5G exacerbated COVID. All of you that serve the system, that pretend you're tech workers at Google or Facebook and, oh, you're part of the elite, you're not. You're being killed. You're being attacked as well. We're all in this together. Let's just say no to this and realize that we have fiber optics. We have plug-in systems that have no radiation. This is so deadly to just blast Tesla technology. That's what it is. I don't mean Tesla from Elon Musk. I mean the real Tesla, Nikola Tesla, and everybody. Yes, death ray's a real thing. Doesn't I mean we got to... Put it into our, our our towns and cities so here's greg Reese's report we'll go to break and we're going to come back with the evergrande collapse and the world economy and where that's going all of this straight ahead today but whatever you do go to band.video freeworldnews.tv and share this video scientific study concludes that 5g exacerbated COVID. here it is <laughs>
1: Research conducted by Beverly Rubik from the College of Integrative Medicine and Health Sciences in California and Robert Brown from the Department of Radiology at Hammett Hospital in Pennsylvania, recently published online at NIH.gov, provides scientific evidence that 5G played a role in the COVID-19 pandemic. The authors began their research based on the correlation between COVID-19 and international communities that recently established 5G networks. COVID-19 began in Wuhan, China in December 2019, shortly after 5G had gone live on October 31st. Outbreaks soon followed in areas where 5G had been implemented. In May of 2020, Vladimir Mortichev reported a statistically significant correlation between the intensity of RF radiation and the mortality from SARS-CoV-2 in 31 countries throughout the world. Cases and deaths were statistically higher in states and major cities with 5G infrastructure. What the authors of this study found was that both 5G and COVID cause deleterious effects on red blood cells and reduced hemoglobin levels. They both cause oxidative stress, cellular damage, and organ damage. Low levels of 5G can compromise the immune system, and daily exposure produces immunosuppression or immune dysregulation, including hyperactivation. 5G exposure enhances the infectivity of COVID and contributes to its inflammatory processes and thrombosis. Both 5G and COVID-19 can cause and complicate cardiac disorders. The authors present their work as evidence that 5G may have exacerbated the COVID pandemic by weakening host immunity and increasing SARS-CoV-2 virulence. Many of us reported on this over a year ago and were silenced as conspiracy theorists. Officially, we are told that 5G is necessary for the future Internet of Things, a world run by artificial intelligence in which humanity no longer matters. But why would we trust anything from these globalist criminal parasites? Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Thank you for watching the latest Greg Reese Report. Be sure to go to reesreport.com to see my latest videos, sign up for my free newsletter and subscribe for exclusive content. And be sure to support my sponsor at infowarsstore.com.
4: You realize that the Omicron variant might actually be the cure for the COVID pandemic, if if Omicron spreads and it is almost entirely symptomless, which is what's being reported so far, and it has killed no one that we know of so far, it could actually give people natural immunity without any risk of hospitalization or death, and it could end this COVID pandemic all by itself. You realize that? I mean, wow, that is thing.
5: fascinating. I, I hadn't thought of that. I mean, I definitely seen from the very beginning that it was mild um, symptoms, if any. But that's a great point that if it can give you some immunity. And what do we need the vaccine for?
4: Well, exactly. And it looks like so far that the Omicron variant is far less dangerous than the vaccine itself. So the real pandemic is the vaccine. And the cure may be a variant, no joke.
0: Lung Cleanse, now 50% off free shipping, and double Patriot points at InfoWarsStore.com.
5: Welcome back to the War Room, Christy Lee guest hosting today. I have a very exciting guest, Mike Adams, globally recognized scientific researcher, specializing in forensic food analysis, uh, widely considered the the natural product industry's most authoritative expert, serves as founding editor of naturalnews.com, popular podcast host of Situation Update, founder of Brighteon, Brighteon Social, author, sells preparedness food, items, health products, and most importantly, his biggest fan is Christy Lee. Um, I have a huge eye roll coming from my husband right now, <laughs> so excited. Welcome in Mike Adams. So, so excited to talk to you, uh, listen to you pretty much every day. So again, my husband has like big eye roll happening right now. Um, it's
4: all, it's all good. You know what? I mean, it's a, it's a mutual admiration club. Uh, I've, I really appreciate all your work here with InfoWars. I watch your videos as well. So, um, it's, it's just great that we're on the same team. I tell yes. you what, team humanity.
5: So <laughs> thrilling to hear that. Thank you. Super fanning right now. So when reading your biography, my question is like, do you sleep? How do you juggle all of this? it's so much.
4: Well, it's, uh, you know, just straight up, uh, I I don't socialize much at all. I mean, I I have a close network of friends, but I don't go out. I don't go out drinking. I don't, I don't watch sports. I don't watch television. I dedicate my time to the projects that I'm working on. Uh, I've got a big lab uh, at my ranch and another lab at a separate location. So if I, if I get an idea at 3 a.m., I can turn on the microscope and I can draw my own blood and I can like look at blood and try different things in the middle of the night. And that's the kind of geeky thing that I that I do. I mean, it's well, just, I consider it's, myself
5: a geek. So maybe that's why there, there's so much admiration for you. Um, I think that <laughs> sounds fantastic. Definitely not wasting your time and doing good things. We've been talking about grassroots efforts. I feel like you really led the way and, you know, we're one of the first to be censored. What advice do you have to others like in just making a difference around them in their own circles? <sighs>
4: Wow. Well, it's it's an incredible time to be alive, because right now, all of us who are on this team humanity, which I would include not just you, but of course, all of the info warriors out there, we are on the right side of history. And it's important to kind of plant your flag on your core belief system right now. You can be a leader for your friends and family who are on the fence and maybe are now are just beginning to wake up. They're going to eventually come to your side. or I guess maybe they'll commit vaccine suicide and they won't be around. But the, the ones who survive this are going to be on our side because we are the surviving team for team humanity. It's end of story. We are the future of human civilization, those of us who make it through this right now. And a lot a lot of people won't make it. And that's the doom and gloom side that sometimes I can I can, you know, dig a little too deeply into. But we, we gotta face the doom so that we can have the golden age on the other side of it by rebuilding human society. That's that's my take.
5: I think that's something that we can so much appreciate about you is that even though you give us the information that we need to hear, you do it with so much humor that it kind of makes it bearable. (laughs)
4: Right. I, you know, it's, and it's not, it's not something that I deliberately try to do. It's just that when I start talking about what's happening in the world, I can't help but mock it. You know, uh, when I come on InfoWars or or when I'm interviewed by Alex or Owen or whoever, I'm actually, that's the polite version of Mike Adams. For those who listen to my Situation Update podcast, it's like a no holds barred, you know, it's it's a raucous romp through reality. And uh, anything goes on those podcasts, as, as you probably no.
5: I love uh, all the voices. I, I mean, when I read to my kids, they do all kinds of crazy voices. And as a news anchor I was sometimes asked to, to come to schools and read for the children, and I would use all of the crazy voices. Um, it's, <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs>
4: It, well, it really is. And it, it's also, the, the world gives us so much material to mock right now. I mean, how can you not mock Fauci and, and the Biden regime and just, quote, science right now? I mean, it, it's it's so absurd that it, it's like God said, hey, you want to be born in the craziest, most insane time in the history of the world where you have unlimited humor? And you're like, okay let me have it and here we are
5: it is a crazy time to be alive and there's so many uh different things i'm going to talk to you, especially the news that you're putting out on natural news so we're going to dig into this article um when we come back from this break about uh the the heart problems rising and, and i just want to get yeah. your take on that and some other things about what we can do if we have gotten job that's next welcome back to the War room Christy lee guest hosting today joining me is mike adams no stranger to Infowars. But first time ever, I get to interview Mike Adams. So very excited about that, obviously. I'm gonna stop embarrassing myself and just get right back to it, Mike Adams. So we were talking um, about you know, several awesome articles that you put on Natural News. And I was talking about this earlier about how even the American Heart Association had an article and a study that showed that there's been a rise in all of these heart conditions and problems. But when someone posted it on Twitter, the article itself, you would click on it and it would say unsafe. Are you sure you want to go to this article? And it's like, wait, it's a scientific study hosted by the American Art Association. So this is the censorship and suppression is insane.
4: That's, that's the ultimate admission by Twitter, that they're, they're just a, a ministry of truth, kind of a, a pro-vaccine death cult. And it, they won't even let you cite scientific studies that are published in mainstream peer-reviewed journals. And and that study you're referring to was published in Circulation, which is a journal of the American Heart Association. It's on ahajournals.org, I think, is the website for it. And it is. It's peer-reviewed and published. And it, it, the, if you read the conclusion of the abstract, it basically says, yep, uh, you take these vaccines, you're going to have radical levels, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, radical levels of uh, vascular inflammation leading to heart attacks and strokes and blood clots and all these things. Now, what's interesting, though, is that months ago, many months ago, the Salk Institute did a study on the spike protein. And and we covered this back then. And and they concluded that the spike protein itself damaged every healthy vascular cell in your body. Anything that it could touch, it would damage. And we even said back then, and I I know Alex has said this for, for, you know, a year and a half as well, that the spike protein is in the vaccines or at least the instructions to make the spike protein for the mrna vaccines and it, it by definition even the salk institute which is named after jonas salk the so-called godfather inventor of vaccines they knew that these vaccines were, were causing vascular damage. And that was, I don't know, eight months ago or something like that. So the evidence has, it, it's been out there for a long time, but only now are a lot of people waking up and seeing it and freaking out. It's kind of like what Alex said, I think earlier in today's show, like suddenly there's a there's an alligator in the water. Like nobody saw it before, but there it is. So that's what we're all seeing globally. And, and, and there's a big freak out coming.
5: And, and again, getting back to the censorship issue, you were one of the first to face censorship. So how have you dealt with that? Obviously you created your whole other platform, Brightian social and stuff, which I promise I'm, I'm going to get on there. Um, it's just, it's oh, gotten it's, crazy, it's, <laughs> it's gotten crazy with like all of the different <laughs> social media things that I have to now manage, but, um, that's definitely next up. um, huge priority for me to get on Brightian. Um, I'm watching Brightian, I'm just not on it yet, but, um, that's been one way, but how, do, how else have you responded to these attacks and criticism? Was it difficult at first? Was it ever difficult?
4: Yeah, it was, it was very difficult at first because it was uh, myself and Alex Jones and just a few other people who were the, the first wave of censorship. And believe it or not, I was actually deplatformed uh, from YouTube uh, before Alex was, before Infowars. And so uh, I believe that was in 2014 when they started really taking me offline. And at the time, there weren't very many people who were being deplatformed. And also at that time, a lot of mainstream scientists thought, well, they'll never take us offline. We're scientists, you know, they're only removing the the fringe voices, you know? And then of course, over time it became, well, everybody to the point where today, as you just said, it's the American Heart Association being blacklisted by Twitter for for that article. So we always knew it was going that direction. And I made a decision very early on to invest literally millions of dollars to build brighttown.com as a free speech platform. And uh, very early on also, you know, I I talked with the team there at InfoWars and I said, look, folks you know you you post you create whatever channels you want you post everything you want uh you know we have section 230 protection on this platform and you are not going to be censored obviously and uh so infowars has always contributed to brighttown as an alternative platform which is great because on any given day maybe band dot uh, video might suffer a glitch or Brighttown might suffer a glitch, but there's always cross-pollination of videos on multiple platforms, including others like BitChute. And so we are impossible to silence because we have true distributed, you, you might call it peer to peer redundancy in the, the video truth ecosystem. And that's, that's what we continue to build and and we're dedicated to it. and, And we've put millions more into it. We're here to stay it's just that, crazy
5: youtube is the absolute worst i'm one strike away from getting deplatformed myself and i just got a, a strike from posting an interview with dr malone and literally all we were talking about is that people are getting hypnotized in, in into believing it, it, talking about propaganda we weren't even really talking about the vaccine issue or anything like that here's a fully vaxxed individual a creator of mRNA technology and i get a strike got the video removed and i'm one now one strike away from being deplatformed de- they're the worst well
4: yeah, well, real soon, you're going to be joining the club yeah, of the like... Forever Silenced on YouTube. Oh, yeah. uh, it, it's coming. But you know what? Uh, the, the other thing that people have reported to me when they got banned on YouTube and when they came over to Brighton or another platform uh, such as BitChute, they found that even though the views of their videos were lower, the quality of the audience was way higher. Mm-hmm. So you might have received, let's say, a million views on a video on YouTube, but if you get 100,000 on an alternative platform, it's actually better in terms of the quality of people viewing it. Because a lot of the YouTube viewership is really transient. People who don't know what they're doing, just clicking randomly, have no clue, you know, can't accept even the information. So it's actually, we're, we're seeing now this, this migration, a cognitive migration away from the centralized control into the alternative media ecosystems, including Parler and Getter and Rumble and, and all these other systems. And Gab, of course, can't leave out Gab because they're, you know, one of the big pioneers in all of this. So, uh, I support. The, this entire ecosystem, of course, I support free speech, and I see that Twitter is making itself obsolete by banning memes, essentially. Banning, you know, photos and videos of, of anybody. That is ins-
5: so. the most insane development from Twitter is, I mean, and it's so obvious, a direct attack on Project Veritas, a, de- a direct attack on independent journalism. And I don't know how Twitter is gonna survive such an outlandish rule.
4: Well, if you think about who's still left on uh, Twitter and Facebook, I know there are exceptions to this, but for the most part, it's this kind of left-wing thought bubble uh, of people who are living in their alternate uh, delusional world where, you know, men can get pregnant and women have a penis or whatever. I mean, it's it's pretty insane. A- and uh, one day, you know, the reality is going to hit the, ru- the, the, well, the rubber's going to meet the road. Reality is going to, there's going to be a day of reckoning in the real world for these people, I should say. And it's going to be an abrupt, very shocking psychological trauma they'll have PTSD just from opening their eyes, you know because the world they've been in for so long is filled with so many delusions they can't navigate reality and then you have Zuckerberg coming along with his meta system he wants you to live in his artificial reality forever. I mean what a, that's kind of the definition of hell I think <laughs>
5: yeah I would say so it is crazy. um so I, w- I did want to ask you you have you're such a wealth of information on on staying healthy, which is the first step and protecting yourself against if COVID even exists. Um, but then there's also this element of we say things like death shot and everything, but we we do want to give hope to those that were deceived or felt coerced into the shot. So are there is there any work being done to discover like an antidote, if you will, or or best measures to take if you did get the shot?
4: Well, I'm I'm very cautious about the word antidote because I, I don't think we have a, a simple solution yet. However, since we know that the spike protein attacks the blood, we also know that those people who took the, the vaccine who started out with very healthy blood, which it comes into, I mean, well, let me back up. Your blood is manufactured in your bones, and your bones make new blood, and they're making like two million red blood cells every minute, something like that. And, and you're losing old dead blood cells every minute uh, about the same number, right? So you're, you're constantly remanufacturing blood. The blood is made from the things that you just ate in the last 12 hours. Because mm-hmm. where else would it come from? It's not magic, right? Your, your blood is made from and red blood cells have a lipid membrane. So it's the fatty acids that you just consumed. Well, what kind of fats did you consume? Did you I know we gotta to go to break here, so we'll cover this when we come back, but the quality of your food determines the quality of your blood, which allows you to survive the spike protein. We can get into more details when we come back.
5: All right, thank you, Mike Adams. Man, you're so professional, you know, right when we need to go to break. All oh. right, I, I should I should know that. All right, thanks for sticking with us. We're gonna have more with Mike Adams, We're gonna be asking him some surprise questions too. He doesn't even know um, that, that and more after the break. Welcome back to the War Room. We're talking to Mike Adams, no stranger to InfoWars, Natural News. Telling us how to stay healthy and protect ourselves against viruses and Omicron and whatever else comes our way, uh, but we were just talking about ways to to investigate, looking into detoxing if if you did get coerced into getting the shot. Um, so you were talking about the importance of you know just what we eat. You and I'll just let you pick up from from where you left off.
4: Okay, yeah. Thank you, Christy. Uh, so, if you look at that circulation journal article that, that has been now flagged by Twitter that's in the American Heart Association journals, uh, it, it talks about inflammation as the key issue that's been identified as being caused by the spike proteins that are generated from the mRNA instructions in the so-called vaccines. So, inflammation is, is the key issue in all of this, and most people eat a pro-inflammation diet. And that is a lot of fried foods, but especially the cheap seed oils. And in my view, as as a published scientist and a nutritionist, I think that every person should avoid canola oil, soy oil, corn oil, uh, a, a cottonseed oil, and instead you should focus on the the healthy natural oils, avocado oil. So for example, if you really crave a bag of potato chips, you can go out and buy avocado oil potato chips now that are fried in avocado oil. So you don't even have to suffer. You don't have to give up your favorite snack. You just have to switch your oils. And when you do this, based on my research, your blood is a much higher quality. You have less inflammation, which, it, again, in, in my view, I have to put all these qualifiers in this, but inflammation is what leads to cancer. Inflammation is what leads to Alzheimer's disease. Inflammation is what leads to pancreatic uh, problems that cause type 2 diabetes. Inflammation is the tipping point beyond which when you're injected with the spike protein, you can have blood clots and strokes and all these other issues. So think about the health of your blood and the health of your blood comes down to what you eat and also what you drink a lot of people don't get enough water it's real simple you know you're dehydrated your blood is very sludge like it's not pumping very well and you end up with high blood pressure because your blood is too viscous it's too thick it's sludgy i mean a lot of this is really common sense you want thinner blood um probably look, look into healthy oils, look into fish oils, look into water, look into you know anti-inflammatory foods and superfoods, and so on. You know there's we could spend hours on this, but that's that's the overview of it for for all your listeners.
5: So so still working on figuring out if there's ever going to be an antidote, but there are ways to just keep your body healthy, keep it detox, keep inflammation down. So best chance that there won't be yeah. complications. All right. I, I did want to switch gears on you completely okay. um, because right. a- Alex Jones, I don't think you've talked about um, this subject, but I've heard you on your podcast get into religion. And whenever I get, have the opportunity to guest host, I start with a verse of the day, uh, ve- very much my thing, being able to bring faith into the message of the information that we need to, to know about. Um, so I've, I've heard you talk about religion. Um, I heard you talk about more getting into the bible but like not wanting to go to church so i just want to ask you what is your background with religion and and why is it that i it seems like i hear you talking about it more
4: oh yeah okay thank you for asking that you're right um and and by the way you can ask me just about anything i mean we can talk about extraterrestrials too if you want it's fine
5: i'm getting Um, to that don't worry oh okay
4: great Uh, you have you have a whole list um so yeah i was baptized uh, as a christian uh, as a child and uh but would never went to organize churches uh, through my entire life and it's only in the last few years that i've begun to really see the wisdom i think it was a few years ago someone said you've got to read you know matthew 24 for example and i opened it up and read it i was like oh my goodness this is what i've been missing because now i can't read a passage especially in the new testament i can't read a passage without it triggering all of this knowledge about our current time like what's happening what we're going through right now and the wisdom that's in the bible including the old testament wisdom as well you know the wrath of god unleashed against the 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 disobedient civilizations including the israelites uh, at the time who continued to abandon the word of god and they suffered the destruction of civilization over and over again it seems but now the Bible is 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 rich. In, in my life experience, there is no better guide to the lessons that humanity must learn finally, or we will be destroyed. Not even by God, but by our own hand. And so the, the I see the Bible as, of course, a, a supernatural origin, divine origin guide. And not just laying out the predictions, but also to say, do not make these same mistakes over and over and over again, because God wants you. God wants you to live in, in love and uh, acceptance and abundance. By the way, God doesn't want you to suffer. God wants you to experience abundance, but you have to do so with a, a principled foundation of the Christian, the basic Christian beliefs that God tried to teach over and over again, and people kept abandoning. So right now, it's, it's even hard. I have to absorb the Bible little piece by piece now, because it sets off so many things that I have to talk. Every time I read it, I have to talk about it. So uh, that's what it is to me now. And no, I don't go to church. And a lot of these churches, uh, frankly, the, the big organized mega churches, they're just run by Satan anyway. So I'm not going to go to some <laughs> satanic temple. I can't
5: argue with you there, especially the mega churches. It makes you wonder. And we are given the gift of discernment to where our heart will go off if something just doesn't feel right. But but to the end, you do talk to a wide range of people and some of them talk about reincarnation. Some of them talk about aliens. Um, I've been watching that moment of truth uh, on your breakdown about halfway through the second one because it's like four and a half hours um, oh, yeah. <laughs> altogether. But I mean, I do find it all fascinating, but, but, but how do you see that as the big picture, because also I, I'm careful because the Bible tells us the heart is deceitful above all things and the strong delusion to, to believe a lie. And so I don't want to mix mysticism or or, you know, these other faiths with that. So I, I guess, how do you see that as the big picture?
4: Well, in, in my view, you know, God, God created a very large cosmos that I, I think is full of life. That, that's my assessment, because God can create anything. And, and I think he did. He created everything. And it's way more than we can even imagine right now. But I also see that in my view, our our experience here is is a testing ground. So you can think of this as a a kind of divine simulation even though it it feels very real and so on where our soul our consciousness which is this gift from god is injected into this reality at this particular time in human history and surrounded by this incredible cosmos and we are to figure out even without a memory of where we came from and without a memory of our connection to god and christ and, and the creator we are to figure out who we are and what we're doing here and to pursue that mission in order to "Quote graduate from this simulation," uh, that, I mean that's one way to put this. That's that's kind of a, a simplified worldview, and most people, sadly, are are failing this. They are they're they're failing their life's mission. They're failing on morals and ethics. They're turning away from God and the Creator. They're they're becoming atheists or even worse, Satanists. So, in terms of answering your question, Satan is the you know, of course this super destructive evil force that wants to destroy the entire simulation so to speak the entire cosmos that was created by god in order to give us this opportunity to discover who we are so satan is not just anti-life but satan is anti-consciousness anti um soul he wants to destroy all of us so that we can never rediscover that connection with god which speaks to our purpose of being here so i i don't know if that Makes any sense.
5: No, it, it does. <laughs> I do want to dig into that just a little bit more if you can hold on to the, the next yes. segment. I probably won't keep you the whole time, but I did want to finish this thought.
0: Isolate, contain and control, and then abuse. Isolate, then contain and control, then abuse or kill. That's been the model of oppressors and tyrants and cults since human history began to be recorded over 7,000 years ago. And now here we are today with the Davos group representing the most powerful corporations on earth, the most powerful families, including royalty, literally saying they're setting up a world government to depopulate us, literally teaching children that they are non-essential and that they can't have running water or electricity. That's what Obama went to Africa six years ago before he left office and told them on record, these are the greatest oppressors the world has ever seen. They don't care about the environment. When you read deeper into their documents, they're basically mad scientists or transhumanists that believe they're going to transcend carbon-based life and override the entire planet. This is delusions of grandeur. All of the top Davos high priests are called high priests. And they say that they are transcending humanity and that they're going to basically absorb us in that transformation the lockdowns the vaccine passports are all the global social credit score world tracking system they've now announced a month ago i told you decades ago this was coming because it was in their documents now it's not theoretical it's gone from beta to operational and it doesn't matter whether you're a conservative doesn't matter whether you're a liberal a christian a buddhist an atheist. This is a scientific dictatorship taking over and targeting you, and you need to get out of the prison of the mind that you have let them build for you, out of the constructs and break free and transcend and get back to your human roots and use your basic instincts in you with your intellect to decide that you are not going to be a slave of this and that you're taking control of your destiny. Coming in December. I'm gonna release the most powerful information ever, not just from Alex Jones, but period, when it comes to transcending tyranny. You'll find more information at man.video and infowars.com. If you are watching this transmission, never forget, you are the hope of the universe. You are the seed of the universe. You are the resistance.
5: Welcome back to the War Room. This is Christy Lee, guest hosting today. There you go. (laughs) Just kidding, it's Christy Lee. all right so we are talking to mike adams and we were talking about health of course because he is the health ranger but then i being who i am i i had to push into some other topics so mike we were talking about um anytime i have the opportunity to guest host i really like to bring things back to it being a spiritual battle and talk about verses and, and things like that um and i thank Infowars for allowing me to be who i am and and, and this concept of freedom it's amazing isn't it you know mainstream news didn't let me talk about what I wanted to talk about or pursue what I want to talk about but they do so I appreciate that um so we were talking about um how how you are a person of the faith and into the Bible but um I have to say that that I'm a huge fan of science fiction like I love science fiction movies books um it just intrigues me so then so when you have things like the moment of truth that you have on Brighton Um, I dig into that because you're talking about aliens and Draco. And I'm like, oh, it's like, I don't know if any of this is legit, but it's so cool to listen to. (laughs) So, um, I've tended to, as a person of faith, any talk of aliens, I've attributed to demons or, or something demonic. Um, but I think in here and there, you talk about maybe good aliens and stuff too. So I guess I wanted to get your take on that. And if if somebody's just like putting, putting their toe on the water and like finds it interesting, like myself. What is your take on all this?
4: Well, uh, just just to be clear, so I built Bright as a platform to have all kinds of conversations about many things. And that that documentary that you're referring to, it's called The Moment of Truth. That was created by David Wilcock based on an impromptu conversation that he and I had, and we hit record, and we just talked for two hours. And he took that and turned it into a four and a half hour documentary. So that's he's actually the creator of that, and I again, I, I welcome all kinds of different views on these issues because I'm curious about the way the universe works. And I agree with you that that some of these so-called aliens are really demons from a, you know, demonic dimension. But I also think that there, there must be positive forces and even positive civilizations in the universe as well. And I also know that a lot of people right now, like Elon Musk, they know a lot more about what's going on. They know, and I'm, I'm convinced that we already have colonies on Mars. We already have bases. Is on the far side of the moon and, and, and that they've been there for decades so it, it, it doesn't shock me to hear people uh, talk about other entities in the universe and also you know i gave a talk in 2019 in branson missouri called oblivion agenda with steve quayle where i said at that time and i laid out the, the entire thing of how earth was being prepared for a post-human future And I talked about the coming wave of bioweapons and uh, terraforming alteration of the atmosphere, which is all being done under climate change and so on. And that was before COVID. So You know, frankly, I've been aware of a lot of this for for a long time. Nothing surprises me. And I'm I'm open to lots of different views, including, you know, David Icke, for example. I think David Icke has a tremendous amount of knowledge to contribute to the world. And even though years ago when I first heard some of the things that David was saying about the bloodlines and so on, I did not find it believable at the time. Come to find out, David Icke actually was just ahead of the curve. So there you go. We can never know how bizarre reality is until we dig.
5: That's so true. I was wondering if you've gotten any pushback from people of faith about exploring these topics, because um, I mean, I do think there is a bit of a danger to to fall into some like mysticism or or other things that are against God. But have people been pretty friendly and open about it? I I feel like more Christians are like getting more and more open about anything. Anything could happen now.
4: Yeah, actually, I've had tremendous support from those of faith and people have sent me dozens of Bibles. Uh, so I have I have quite a Bible collection, all kinds of different uh, renditions of the Bible. And they uh, the, the people that that have a way to contact me directly, they'll, they will send me scripture to read, you know, read this, check this out. Did you have you looked into this? And so they're always sending me things to look at. And you know, I find that approach to be very fruitful. Uh, But see, I can even go back to just Genesis, just Adam and Eve. And then I have to go into seven layers of what's happening with the Garden of Eden and the tree, the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And, and, you know, how was Eve created from the the bone of Adam? Remember, the bone is where you uh, manufacture blood, right? And the bone is is where you have your genetic integrity. So of course, Eve was manufactured uh, by God, made by God from the, the genetic uh, information of mankind. That's why it's the rib, by the way. I mean, it actually all makes sense. So I can't even, I can't read any passage now without it triggering, you know, a dozen other things about what's going on in our world. So. I wish i could read hebrew frankly i really do i wish i could read the bible in in hebrew because i i think there's so much that's been lost in translation and we don't know all, all the different parties of how they rewrote it you know king james and so on i really wish i could read hebrew honestly i, but well, I, can't, I mean obviously. when
5: you when you go back to the original text i mean there's just so many so much hidden i mean we're not so hidden if you look into it of just how things correlate how scientific it is um and how he's he's buried information in in there for you to find i don't know if you're familiar with chuck missler but my husband's a huge fan of him but he talks about a lot of these fascinating things and about the original language and just the patterns in the bible it's all so fascinating
4: well, absolutely. And, and I think the, the number one takeaway from this, or at least my experience in this, is humility, is realizing how little we know. And any time that we see somebody, this is why I despise uh, cult leaders in a kind of a cult, a political cult, a, a vaccine cult, a religious cult, whatever. I despise cult leaders because it's all about ego. And they always tell their followers that you must follow them and they have all the answers and you know nothing. No, no, no. We know nothing compared to God. And if, if we can't humble ourselves and realize that, hey, anything is possible in this universe, then we have really no place commanding others. And I've, I've said over and over again on my podcast, you know, do not follow me or any person, any human. Follow God, find your own path, find wisdom from other people who can share it, but never worship another human being, period. That's the wrong place to put your, your obedience. And that's why the the radical left worshiping Fauci and worshiping, you know, all all their insane satanic, so called gods, uh, they just they expose who they are, they But to be fair, I mean, you had those in
5: the extreme, right, that that still worship um, to some degree. President Trump, and I, I just had yes. an interview with Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and I, and I asked him about that. And he, he says, Yeah, I think President Trump is partially to blame. Have has your thoughts changed on him?
4: well actually my podcast that went out today I said that I will not support Trump if he continues to support these vaccines period and that rule applies to everybody it doesn't matter if his name is is Trump or Flynn or anyone it's I, I'm based on standards and it, Trump has a very narrow window of opportunity to disavow these vaccines and I think save his political career uh, if he will not disavow the vaccines and explain perhaps that he was lied to he was deceived by Pfizer and fauci and so on then I think Trump, has no political future if he continues to stand behind these vaccines because I know what's coming and it's going to be a massive death wave Uh, it's it has already begun and it's 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 only going to accelerate oh and by the way one one more critical thought do you realize that the omicron variant might actually be the cure for the covid pandemic if if Omicron spreads and it is almost entirely symptomless, which is what's being reported so far, and it has killed no one that we know of so far, it could actually give people natural immunity without any risk of hospitalization or death, and it could end this COVID pandemic all by itself. You realize that? I mean, wow, that is thing.
5: fascinating. I, I hadn't thought of that. I mean, I definitely seen from the very beginning that it was mild um, symptoms, if any. But that's a great point that if it can give you some immunity. what do we need the vaccine for
4: well exactly and it looks like so far that the omicron variant is far less dangerous than the vaccine itself so the real pandemic is the vaccine and the cure may be a variant no joke
5: (laughs) wow things just get keep on getting crazier well thank you so much for. coming on with me today. Um, you were definitely on my wish list of people to talk to. So grateful for the opportunity because I get to guest host to have gotten to talk to you and I'll definitely be getting on Brighton, Brighton. I promise. Well, <laughs> Christy well, Lee coming soon me. to Brighton. <laughs> thank it, you so much. A Mike. Lot of- I-
1: the reception of Robert Kennedy Jr's book, The Real Anthony Fauci is clear evidence of a mass awakening the people are waking up to see fauci for what he is an absolute psychopath we've learned of how he directed experiments at the niaid in which beagles had their vocal cords removed and their heads enclosed in cages where sand fleas ate them alive and we've learned of how he fraudulently used pcr tests to illegitimately push a known deadly drug upon tens of thousands of people. And many are now learning that in 1992, under the direction of Anthony Fauci, the NIAID funded drug trials on HIV positive children, although many of the children were healthy and asymptomatic. They had merely tested positive via faulty PCR tests administered through New York's child welfare department, who then handed them over to the deadly experiments. Most of the drugs being tested on the children were already known to cause deformities, organ failure, brain damage, and other lethal side effects. And yet the children were required to continue with the drugs regardless of negative side effects. Those administering the drugs were explicitly told that all adverse side effects they witnessed in the children were being caused by the HIV infection and not the drugs. When parents refused to consent to these barbaric trials, children's services took their kids and placed them with foster families or children's homes where participation in the trial would be assured. When the children resisted the deadly drugs, they were brought to Columbia Presbyterian Hospital, where plastic tubes were surgically inserted into their stomachs, and the deadly drugs they were trying to escape were pumped directly into their bodies. Once the children died, their bodies were added to a mass grave in Hawthorne, New York, a large pit with astroturf thrown over it. To get around the Nuremberg Code and other laws, the state of New York created a special review board comprised of the hospital stakeholders. One may wonder, other than torturing and killing innocent children, what were they trying to accomplish? They already knew of the negative side effects that these drugs were having on adults. But the more we learn about Anthony Fauci, the more we realize that he is an absolute psychopath. And it doesn't matter why psychopaths do what they do. Fauci and his criminal cohorts belong in cages at the very least. Anthony Fauci is just one old crook in a massive conspiracy that is aggressively pushing to inject everyone's children with the new deadly and debilitating MRNA experimental jabs, whether you like it or not. Going after Fauci is a drop in the bucket, but at least it's a start. For InfoWars.com, this is Greg Reese.